Welcome to the Love Her Wild podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Carver, and I'm here to talk to you about all things spiritual, manifestation, happily ever after, and creating a life that you love, because I promise you can. Can you do it a different way? Oftentimes, when we set our sights on reaching a specific goal, we give ourselves one path one way to achieve that goal. And unfortunately, if we want to achieve that goal now, we can't always take the initial path. Let me give you a little story. So recently, first of all, for those of you that don't know, I am a car girl through and through. I have been building cars since I was 15 years old. I grew up with a dad who constantly was building hot rods. I didn't drive a car that was newer than 1973 until I was 22, 23. And when I turned 15, the deal that my parents made with me was this. We had, me and my sister, had to pay for our own cars. But if we decided we wanted a cool hot rod like my mom and dad drove, my dad would teach us how to fix it up, paint it, do all the things, with the caveat that we had to do all of the work ourselves because my dad wanted us to know the value in hard work. So I saved up all my pennies and bought a 61 Chrysler, which I then turned around and flipped into a 63 Thunderbird, which turned into a 73 Corvette, which turned into my 05 Corvette, my 15 Corvette, and most recently my 2019 Porsche Cayman. Clearly there's a theme with the sports cars here, but you get the picture. I slowly but surely was able to flip my way into a really nice, expensive luxury sports car, paying less than most of my friends pay for their RAV4s. Now, recently, my husband and I have been chatting, and we are starting to think about the future and babies and family, and the Cayman is fun as hell but it is just not cutting it anymore. I can't even get him and both of our dogs in the car at the same time, never mind trying to get more than three bags of groceries in the front. And so I started looking at SUVs. Now, to any normal person who doesn't care about cars as much as I do, it wouldn't be so hard. You just pick any random SUV, get that, sell my car, it's worth a good amount of money, bing, bang, boom, done. Unfortunately, I have been driving a sports car since I was 15 years old and I wanted something fun and sporty and sexy still and something that still felt like me. So naturally I fall in love with the Porsche Macan, which for those of you that aren't car people is one of the most expensive SUVs you can get on the market today, aside from Lamborghini, etc., etc. And in looking at some of the new Macans, they were just not in my price range. I am not in a place right now where it would be smart of me to go spend $70,000, $85,000 on a car. And even the used ones are super high. And so I was looking at other options, trying to figure out what to do, was looking at buying one of the higher end Macans in like a 2017. And still, all of these options resulted in me selling my car, re-upping a brand new six-year 
car loan and having a higher car payment than I have now by at least a hundred, if not $200 a month. And while I could have afforded that, what we're trying to do right now is get rid of our mold debt and consolidate and save because one day we want to have a lot of property and be able to have a big, beautiful garden and enough space to roam and you get the idea. And so my first avenue, my first choice was sell my car, go get pretty new Porsche, right? And while I could have done it that way, my husband, God bless him, looked at me and he goes, yeah, but can you do it another way? And I looked at him and I said, all right, I'm open to that. If you think you can find me the car of my dreams at a better price, go ahead. And while he was doing that, I was in talks with someone who had a 2017. It's the higher end model, but the older year, yada, yada, yada. And all of a sudden I get a text from my husband with a link to a car in LA, 2019 Macan, nearly half the price of what it was worth. But there's a catch. There's always a catch. This car was purchased and the kid got it at a good deal, nearly immediately scraped up the side of the car, scratched down the whole side. No dents, no body, like real damage, but the entire side of the car scratched. Cracked a rim so it had one spare tire and three regular wheels and tires. It absolutely was the ugly duckling, the diamond in the rough, the car that no regular Porsche enthusiast would even look twice at. And so he contacted the kid, we drove up to LA, bought the car. Now here's the thing. Number one, my husband was absolutely shocked that I was totally down to buy a bit of an effed up Macan and fix it back up. He clearly forgot where I came from. And also, adding insult to injury in this entire situation, the inside was absolutely disgusting. Full of spills and dirt and old soda stains and dog hair. Whoever had it previously did not take care of it. Was it all cosmetic? Yes. All fixable? Yes. Did it have good bones? Yes. So, we bought the car, came home and realized that I now can sell my car, my Cayman, and the equity I have left over in that car pays for the Macan. I was able to do it a different way, do it in a way that I didn't end up with a six-year car loan paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month. But instead, I used the hard work that I've been putting in since I was 15 years old and rolled it all into a free Porsche. Now, is it really free? No, of course not. Many years of blood, sweat, and tears, playing the car market properly, buying and selling my way up. I've been doing this a really long time. However, it's really fucking fun to think about it like a free car. I have no car payment. It's no skin off my back. It's the equity I have in my current car. And did I spend hours and hours detailing it at Soapy Joe's because I was too cheap to pay someone $150 to detail it? Yep, I did. <laughs> I can be bougie, but I can also do things on a budget. You know what I'm saying? Some things totally worth paying for. Other things, I'ma just go handle it. 
So I detailed the crap out of that thing, made it look beautiful. Our buddy repainted the side and we were just going to buy a whole nother set of wheels and tires for it because the one wheel was gone. Turns out the wheels on my car, it's a $15,000 set of wheels. $15,000. Insane. And so of course we went on the hunt to find the one wheel that was missing, a used one, a frickin' needle in a haystack on the internet, and Jonathan found it. And so for a couple hundred dollars, I replaced the one wheel, and I now have a perfect, shiny, beautiful Porsche for no car payment. And I tell you that long-winded story because I really want you to take pause in your day if something isn't happening as quickly as you want. Something feels just out of reach. Something feels like it's not going to happen for a really, really long time. Or something you want feels like, well, I could do it, but it's a bad financial decision. Ask yourself, can I do it another way? My gosh, what, 10th grade, 9th or 10th grade algebra teacher, Mr. Lieb, his famous way of teaching was this. He would do his lesson for the day. And his rule was that if at any point one of us didn't understand the way he was explaining a problem, all we had to do was raise our hand. And he would say, let me show it to you a different way. And he would re-explain the entire math equation completely differently than he had just done it a minute prior. Knowing that if it didn't already work once for this student, it wasn't going to work to repeat himself again. And the best way to get them to learn and to retain was to do it a different way. This mentality can be applied to nearly everything in your life, to nearly everything that you want, that you're manifesting, that you're trying to work through. Say you're trying so hard to implement a meditation and journaling practice into your life. That's all you want to do. Thus far, you've decided, all right, I'm going to meditate every day. And every day you have really good intentions. You wake up and you think, I'm a little busy right now. I'm going to do it after breakfast. And then you push it off and you push it off. And pretty soon you find yourself in bed at night having not done it, but now you can't possibly because you're so tired and it just keeps not happening. I urge you in that moment to say to yourself, can I do it another way? There's a million different ways you could do it. One of them being implementing an atomic habit, an atomic habit principle from the book Atomic Habits, which is this giving that habit a time in your daily schedule. So say you wanted to start meditating every day. If you just say, I want to do this every day, it's not going to happen. But if you say every night when I get in bed, instead of sitting and scrolling on my phone, I'm going to put on Hertz frequencies and meditate for 15 minutes before I fall asleep. Or better yet, I'm going to scroll through Brooke's meditation manifesto collection and I'm going to pick something that resonates with me and I'm going to do that eight minute meditation before bed every single night. Now your likelihood of doing that and completing the task rises by at least 90% because it has a place in your schedule. It has a designated time 
after I do this and before I do that, I am going to do this one thing, this one goal. Maybe you want to be an entrepreneur, start a business, but you can't afford to quit your job right now. Can you do it another way? Can you get a job that both pays your bills and gives you the freedom to also work on your business? Can you handle having two jobs, one paid and what one not so paid yet, for a while? Can you do it a different way? Say you have kids. You're having a really hard time right now. They're in a phase where they just, all they know how to say is no. You're trying every parenting hack you have and you can't figure it out. Ask yourself, can I do it a different way? Because chances are you can. Chances are you can have everything you want faster than you think you can have it. There's always another way. There's always another option. And there's always another chance. It's not too late for you to find your soulmate. It's not too late for you to heal. And if you're having a hard time with those things, try a different way. Maybe journaling isn't for you. Try meditating. Maybe you're having a hard time healing and everything you've been doing this far isn't working. Do a one-on-one -on -one with me. Maybe you don't want to do a one-on-one -on -one yet. You're not ready to be fully called out. Take one of my self-led courses. Do it on your own first. Work through that stuff first. Do it a different way. I don't know. I hope that reaches someone out there. But I was struck basically across the side of my face this week when driving my new car about how quickly that dream came to fruition in a way that I just could have never expected. Something that I thought was either unrealistic right now or not a super responsible financial decision happened. And it both happened now and in a way that made it a super financially responsible decision. I got every single thing I wanted and more. Sound familiar? Sounds a little bit like manifesting a husband who had every single thing I wanted and more. It's a theme. And that's the thing about this podcast. It's not just about getting to one destination. The tools that you are learning here every single week will serve you for the rest of your life. I am implementing the exact same principles and tactics that I use to manifest my husband and manifesting a whole ass baby. A whole ass Porsche, a whole ass new business. This Love Her Wild side gig is taking over my business. I am doing this 80% of my week. My passion project, the thing that I have been doing for a year because I love doing it, is taking over. That's a dream come true. That's me doing it a different way. I didn't quit my photography business. I still love it, by the way. I did both. Why not both? So anyway, chew on that. Think a little bit today about something that you are kind of hitting a wall with and ask yourself if you can do it a different way. 
I hope you have a great week. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Love Her Wild podcast. If today resonated with you in any way, shoot me a comment. Tell me how you feel. I'd love to help if I can. And if you think that this would resonate with any of your friends, share away because I'm trying to reach as many of you as I possibly can. Go make your life great.